Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Amy and Sarah Show. This is just going to be a little bonus because we have had a lot of lovely guests and they're going to continue. And those conversations take so long that you don't get to hear about us and maybe you could give two shits and then you can skip the bonus. I was just thinking maybe you just don't get But if you're like, oh my God, what's been going on in their lives? <laughs> Here it is, guys. Here it is. Yes. I was trying to think of something clever with keeping up with Keeping the, up with the UTI. The UTI. <laughs> we could call it the... Um, Med- the medication. The, what, are they, what are you... Cranberry like, juice? I don't know. What do you do when you have a UTI? I feel like it was... Um, Ooh God! Please take all these ooh gods out. Um, no, <laughs> like you know, like a not a penicillin, but like a um, antibiotic. Antibiotic is yeah. it an antibiotic? I don't know. I know you drink cranberry juice. I don't know. My sister just while. calls that Knock shit in wood. for me. It's perfect. Oh, that's so nice. I know. Don't tell anyone that. You just told everyone that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> If I don't get fired because of this show, somebody better. (laughs) Somebody going to be losing their job because of this show. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's a whole nother show for a whole nother day. (laughs) We say that every episode. I'm going to tell you all. I love it. I've I've been prepping the story in my head. I'm I'm doing it. There'll be a tell-all. Ooh. Yeah. Get ready for it. Um, I'm ready. I am here. You are here for it. Let me get my popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much that has happened in the past month. I think it's been since we've had a chat on here. It has. It's been a while. It's been a real long time. Um, and I don't even really know where to begin. I was just going to start with what happened today. Yeah, just, so let's, let's just work it backwards. Let's work it backwards. <laughs> so today I dropped my Lily Grace 11-year-old off at LaRoche College, which is in um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And she is there for a week in the dorm. I dropped her off in the dorm. She has a dorm room. I really, really wanted to fix her bed for her. I was like, please let me put the sheets in. Mom, it's time to go. And so like, (laughs) like, get out, get out. And I was like, what is happening? And then I just felt like I saw my future 
Oh my gosh. And I just was sad, but, um, I'm so proud of her. She's going to get to do some really cool things with, um, crime scene investigation, medical. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So, so the two crime scene investigation classes, one is going to be on blood samples and analyzing them and then powdery substances. Can I go? I know. Well, I only have enough money. Barely, (laughs) barely. (laughs) I I sold a kidney to get her there. I want you to send me. I mean, I just kind of expected a higher scholarship because of my situation. Yeah. They didn't care. Okay. But I wasn't going to like not let her experience this amazingness. And then she's also going to do a medical portion, which is a heart dissection. Like not a a human. I don't know if it was like cow or I forget what it was. And that is why I couldn't be a crime scene tech. No, these are, there's three different sections. Like so there's, there's doctor. crime scene and then there's like the medical and then there's robotics, like engineering. Whoa. So in the medical one, it's, um, it's the dissection of the heart and then it's also diagnosing snake bites, which I think is so cool. <laughs> She's so excited. <laughs> Sarah is not. <laughs> And then the robotics is to build your own robot. Um, and she's so excited because she's like, I, I'm finally going to be somewhere where they're not going to make me dumb it down. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. They do in school. Well, she's so freaking smart. And then how to build a roller coaster. <gasps> That's yeah. rad. And at night they have like dorm time and she saw like the little like community room in the dorm and she was yeah. like, I think time is oh my gosh she's so cute yeah she's pumped man like she's so so pumped and she's even more excited because there was a whole brochure like a whole thing that they sent home on pronouns and she was like this is so rad oh like, that's so great so we're asking them like yes. what their preferred pronouns yes. are and that's wonderful i love and it in dropping her off i saw that there was a lot of like people who you would say they right mm-hmm. and i just oh man and then just the the counselors and the instructors are not what she's used to. And I'm so happy for her. Good. Good. Um, this lovely, like African American woman came up to her. Well, I think almost, you know, it was like half, it was like so perfectly like every diversity possibly from white to black, from like Browns in the middle. It was just lovely. Yeah. But she was like, took her, she was like, Hey darling. And she like grabbed her and Lily, Lily, I, I, cause I wasn't allowed in the classroom, but yeah. the first thing she did is she stuck her hand out and she was like, it is nice to meet you. I am Lily Baumgartner. <laughs> oh my God. She's so cute. <laughs> I'm like, she'll be fine. Yeah. She's like, don't worry. She'll call you tonight. So I haven't heard from her yet. Uh, I'm sure she's having a great time. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very excited for her, but I felt a couple things. I felt old as fuck. Yeah. I because bet. I thought somebody should be dropping me off at college. <laughs> become the parents yeah i'm not old enough to do that i also want to know who like said it was okay for us to be parents like who looked at us us permission and said you know what they would be great moms yeah (laughs) and like not just that but god was like also you're gonna do it alone yeah and i'm like that's a lot of decision making (laughs) okay that's a lot of decision making and that makes me decision make what's that called? Mm, like when you have yeah, like exhaustion, exhaustion, what's it called? Uh, decision exhaustion, something like that. Yeah. And then I can't decide shit. So, uh, that's a lot to give to me. 
<laughs> not quite sure where. I mean, it, it was it was great though because she was very irritated with me. Yeah, because just because like we're both anxious people, mm-hmm. I'm sure she gets it from me, which is so sad. But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. So she was walking ahead of me so fast that. Because she was mad that I made us take the steps because coming up was everybody with all their stuff. I said, well, going down, let's take the steps. She went so far ahead of me that she went out the emergency exit <gasps> and the whole place. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. She was like, get me the fuck away from my mother. I froze. And I was like, shit. I'm taking this emergency exit door. So, like, I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And then I ran over and I pulled it shut. And, like, I thank God it stopped. And she just started, like, yelling at me. Like, somehow it was my fault for opening the door. <laughs> so, like... So I was like, listen, I have a solution. So I figured out how to get out of there and it was fine. But we go to the next building to do the next thing. And the gentleman is like, okay, you're on the third floor room 309 or whatever. So we walk up the flight of steps and the door in front of us to walk in had like similar looks to the emergency. She was like, no, now what do we do? Oh my. And I was like, oh my God, Lil. I was like, I can't believe this. I was like, but actually I think what your first task is to climb that ladder <laughs> and go up the roof. And then I think you like, I don't know how, but I think the class is up there. Look, the air is kind of that way. Oh my gosh. Now, if she wasn't so nervous, she yeah. would have never fallen for it. She was like, are you serious, mom? <laughs> and she like turned around and looked at like the little, like the <laughs> ladder. And she was like, really? Like, this is the first thing I have to do? Oh, poor was- Lil. <laughs> busted out laughing and I opened the door that she thought was gonna bust and I was like no baby I was like I'm not making you do that she's like oh my god I hate you I was like have a nice week sweetie it, there was something that took over me and I really feel like it was her dad yeah like that just, is such a Scott thing to is, say it is, and do it is she, oh my gosh She's probably like, fuck you, Seriously, she was. She could not wait to get rid of me. Like, could not wait. So, you know what I think is, like, really cool about her, though? Like, besides everything, because she's just an amazing person in general. But, like, when I saw the the pictures of her at her dance recital, and I saw the pictures of her at um, graduation, like, for fifth grade graduation, I was like, God, she just looks so grown up. I know. Like, she just looks this like this little woman. But her pictures from you dropping her off today, I looked and I was like, that's the little girl. Oh, there yeah. she is. Like, and, and not that I don't love her looking so grown up too, because uh, it's oh, a beautiful I know. thing to see. I know. But like seeing those pictures of her, when she just does looking, like kid things. Yeah. I love it so much. I know. I was like, oh, look at her. I know. She looks like a little girl right here. I know. A little girl at college. <laughs> at college. At fucking college. She's 11. Uh, I did it when I was 16 for like a month, um, but not 11. Damn. And it was the best experience of my life it, for me as well. It mm-hmm. was the first time that I was able to meet people from other parts of the state that yeah. didn't look like me. And it was so beautiful. It was so, it was like just the, one of the best experiences. So hoping that she has similar experiences. Um, I'm just really happy for her. I am too. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about it. She's, yeah. She's gonna... she's pretty pumped. She's like asked a million times, so we've got to get her back on the show. She's Aww. like, I'll talk about whatever you want, even if it's therapy. Oh my God. <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> so, um, anyways, 
did you all know this is going to be something that I don't think you knew? I don't know. I did like you we've... all know? I don't think you do. I don't think huh. they do. Okay. I feel like we've talked about that it. That but... Sarah oh, was in a cover band. I thought you were going to talk about Mike, not me. <laughs> no. I'm going all the way back to karaoke night. I always knew that she could sing, but I had no idea. It's fucking brilliant, and it just makes me love her, like, girl crush. I want to be able to sing so bad, and I can't at all, clearly, from whatever she recorded at the beginning. But anyways, so Sarah, like, has, like, not just a karaoke voice. It's, like, this other world voice, and I got to experience it, so it was amazing. I'm trying very hard to accept all of this. Take it. Accept it. And not reject it. I know. I was shaking my head no, so I have to stop doing that. It was a 70s cover band in Las Vegas. Yeah, it was fun, but we that's, never really got to do much. That's because, Sarah trivia. Yeah, it is Sarah trivia. Because the, the, the drummer then moved to California, and then it all kind of like... But I did also have... I, th- I think I... Yeah, I told you about this. I like, know. I didn't want to say it. I didn't I know had, if this like, was like this public knowledge or not. record deal and I don't know, um, legal stuff ensued and in, in, in terms of like you was know, it the biggest regret of your life biggest pro- yeah probably the biggest regret of my it life was a million dollars yeah <laughs> we wouldn't be here in this multi-purpose that's room thing. that's the thing <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting here in the, what used to be my guest room and recording this this podcast together so it is not a regret i have no regrets well, it's one I, of those what ifs. I, I don't have that but for you, but I think that you should sing more. I have gotten the urge to do so, and it was a joy to watch. And at, at the same you. time, I have to say the same thing about Mike. Holy shit. Right? So he also can sing. I don't know why he doesn't sound that good when he sings just to me. He does sound good. But when he sang karaoke, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then um, I also got to see him play in his band for the first time. And we've been together almost two years. Amy's first. It's an Amy's first. It's an Amy's first. It's an Amy's first. Yeah. <laughs> and don't take my singing. Don't judge my singing from that. Oh, yeah. No, that's just a jingle. Okay. That's a jingle jingle. That's just shits and giggles. So, yeah, that was. So it was a very musical month. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Guys. We went to this concert. Okay, so first of all, I have not seen live music in pre-COVID times. I mean, it's been since pre-COVID, so I haven't heard any live music. I haven't been to a concert. We're both fully vaccinated, so when they booked the show, and Mike's band booked the show, we were like, fuck yes, like we're going. So we go, and I knew Mike was a drummer. I knew he was in a band. I'd actually listened to their music before on Spotify. It's called Johnny and the Razorblades, so go check them out. They have plug, a new album plug. that just came out today, um, which is called... Do we know what the album is called? I just screenshot it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> everybody. Uh, you can keep talking. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So they dropped their second album. Learn to love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I like I knew he was a drummer. I heard him, whatever. But seeing him on that stage... I was just like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> like I was like on another level Aww. of like, 
radness. I was, I don't know. I was, I like, was feeling so it. happy that you were with me, you and Jesse, because I was like, I have the worst social anxiety mm-hmm. and I was nervous. I don't know why I was nervous because he wasn't nervous. I was just so anxious. And so I, I, I enjoyed it, but I really think that like the next time I see him, I'll probably enjoy it more. Yeah. My anxiety was so high, but Sarah was like the hype girl of all hype girls. <laughs> I was. It was perfection. It. Was, I couldn't help myself. It was just so fucking fun. And like to see him, and I've said this to you a million times, so you're probably I love like, yeah, I know, I love it. But to see him in his element and like so happy, like the smile on his face and like the energy that was going through him and then he wouldn't he would like lose the smile and he'd get this like real intense like rock <laughs> like I'm fucking rocking this room like this look on his face and I was like yes like I could just feel his excitement yeah. and it was amazing and not gonna lie a little hot yeah like watching him kill it on those drums I was like mm, yeah boy yeah yeah I don't know I expect I don't know the other thing is and I told him this is that like if it if he wasn't my boyfriend I would have found it even probably more hot yeah it was a different kind of like hot and I don't know how to explain it I don't know I was just really happy to see him so happy yeah and he's pretty talented he's very talented yeah my so it's kind of a big deal. He was kind of a big deal. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much too because my brother was a drummer, and so like watching mm. him do that again, like I think that's why I was like filled with so much joy about it. Yeah, because it was like the first time that I've 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 known another drummer to right. watch, except for my um, nephew in law, which is really weird to say. He's a drummer, but I've never gotten to see him live. Yeah. Because they've lived in different places. They lived in Philly, now they're in LA. So um I've only seen like videos of him. I haven't actually been there to see him. Um but being there live and watching him, I was like, this this makes me so happy. Yeah. And it was just the same kind of looks on the face that my brother used to get. Yeah. And like it just you know, but it was like these different intensities because my brother would get more of the um the, that intense, like, yeah, I'm fucking rocking it up. <laughs> uh, and then, like, Mike would just get the cheese smile every once in a while, yeah. which, like, my Jeff didn't really get because he was just, like, so intense. <laughs> because, you know, it was, like, the early 90s and he was, like, listening to Rat and, like, yeah. <laughs> Poison and all that. He's, like, you know, 80s hair band, dude. But it was just, I, I was so impressed. Yeah, it was good. I did not expect to have that much fun. I had a good time. You guys have to go check out um, Pop Vulture's show. Yes. That's our other podcast. I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, but there's the reason a, I'm saying mm-hmm. that is there's a live video on there of him drumming. So you've got to go over to Instagram, Pop Vulture's show. And first of all, follow that yeah. shit because it's good. And there's also another live on our page on Unqualified Therapist where he gets naked. Just saying. It's just Mike. I mean, you just, all you have to do is say, take off your shirt. And he's like, all right. And then your pants. Okay. Why okay. not? Why not? <laughs> he had on his new underwear. So it was quite, his perfect planning. <laughs> his new gutchies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my oh. dad even came. Oh my God. That was unreal. And, and. It was unreal in a lot of ways, but there was a one moment bringing it a little full circle where he was talking with, I forget who he was talking to, but like it was my friend standing around and he was like reinforcing the fact very seriously that I had no musical abilities. I, yes, I was there. <laughs> but it wasn't like a 
joke. He no, was he's like, no, like, no, 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 no. Like for real. Like she would sing in church, and I would like tell her to stop. stop. Yes, I was like, holy shit, Dad. Like <laughs> he said it a hundred times. I was like, jeez, oh man, I tested out a piano in college. Oh, it was so funny. Though. I mean, it was. I. I just wasn't blessed with that. I always say when I come back, if I come back, I just want to be able to sing. You know you can, right? No, I can't. Yes, you can. It's so bad. But you can learn how. I don't know. This is why I'm paying the ginormous bucks for my daughter to learn. Because yeah. I wanted to be in musicals. I was in theater. I loved it. And I got not able to because I had a horrible voice. So I signed her up early. I don't think it's so much a voice as it is tone. Just hit, like finding the tone, finding the notes. I don't even know what tone means, honey. Mm. So she's doing those that. Those are learnable things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say she's gone from like not sounding good at all to sounding great. And she's not picking easy stuff. Yeah. So she's she just finished uh, Popular. Mm. From Wicked. Wicked. Oh, my God. That's a very hard song to sing because there's a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. So she's learning how to like talk sing i guess that's what you do in theater mm-hmm. yeah so. there's a lot of that in musicals anyways thanks dad um the world <laughs> knows i know we all know don't listen to amy lee sing i just gotta say too dad you were rocking your outfit oh my god you which, you dressed the part so well to go to this punk show which i am like how did you know i asked him how did he know and he was like well, it would look kind of silly to wear a golf shirt here. And I was like, <laughs> but how would you know? You're so like aloof to everything. Let, but then you come dressed completely appropriately yeah. to this punk show in Turtle Creek. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was impressed. He looked awesome. And yeah. then here's me. I like stood out like a <laughs> sore fucking thumb because this is, it was, a, so it was a punk show. So they're like, everybody there is wearing some form of black, like just ma- mainly black. My people. Yes. It's like Amy's people. She's like, I finally feel like part oh. of something like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there's people with different colored hair, which I've been there. My hair has been like every color in the book in the rainbow. Um, and, and, you know, just like the punk makeup and the punk shoes and like, um, what, what do you call those fishnet tights under shorts and stuff. And I was like, these, I love these outfits. This is great. But I was not dressed that way. <laughs> she looked like a hippie. I looked like a hippie. I had on like cut off shorts and a tank top and like this really long flowy, like kimono I mean, type. looked cute. Thanks. <laughs> but like, and like big hippie earrings and like big tassel, like necklace. And I'm just like, you know, hitting my pen outside, coming in. I'm like, Hey man. And like, I come in and there's a sign immediately when you walk in the door that says hippies must use back entrance. No exceptions. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man, I gotta go around. You're like, somebody just show me where the back is. It's cool. I'll just go around back. It's all good. I'm good. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Everybody, though, I walked in, I was like, everyone is looking at me. I'm so glad I am high right now. (laughs) Oh, you know what, though? I mean, in the same way that Sarah and I feel when our friends. I mean, it means a lot for acquaintances and people we don't know, but when our friends, which it's not that often, listen to the show and tell us about it. Yeah. It's the same for Mike. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, people could all say they love his music, but then showing up is a different thing. And so he felt so incredibly loved by you guys. Like, so in love. So I felt loved by that. 
Um, and I think because of, it really is because of doing this that I realize how important it is to go and support mm-hmm. your people. Yeah. Whether you, that's your music scene or not, right. which is not mine at no, all. No, not mine either. But I had so much fun. But I, I did. I had a lot of fun, but it was also so important to me to support him. Yeah. And, you know, so you, I don't know. It's just, you, you learn as you're doing something creative, how important it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, when your people, mm-hmm. you know, show up. Yeah. So thank you for coming. Of course. And you know, I feel like it kind of opened my ears to a new music scene that I would, yeah. I would never have on my own gone and explored. Right. But now that I've gone to a live show, it's so different than listening to like an album. Yeah. And somebody's like, Oh, here, listen to this song. Like when you experience it live, totally yeah. different vibe, totally different feel. And I was like, Hey, I think I could like get into this punk music scene. I probably will never dress the part, but hey, I will be there and I will be the sore thumb. <laughs> and she will be your hype girl. And I will be the hype girl where everybody's like, and I will be in the corner hiding. Yeah. I was like, screw I'm like, wow. It was great. You know, it was so great because it took the pressure off of me. So I was just like, this is fantastic. I just stood behind her and Jesse and I was just like, this is perfect. Uh, we just had to keep telling. We're like, it's, it's okay. Like you're having fun, right? We're good. We're yeah. Good? They're like, you are having fun. You are having fun. Period. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I did. It was good. It yeah. was good. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was fun. It was so fun. We had two fun weekends outside of the podcast together. I know. That was great. We're gonna have to do more of that, especially, you know, when we hit the road. Yes. Speaking of the road, we're not going that far, but we have in the works our first live show. Uh huh. Like, I hope I got I, far enough away from I'm the mic for so that. I'm <laughs> so pumped about this. Sarah and I have been dreaming about live shows before we even like probably recorded our first show. Yeah. And it's not that community. It's like that sense of community yes. thing that we were just talking about with Mike. Like that. Yes. Yeah. And I think that. You know, there's, well, this is beyond any uh, venue than I even like thought in my brain it could be. It's the coolest, coolest venue. Yeah. So are we telling about it or no? We're keeping it a secret. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I kind of feel like we should keep it a secret until we have the date locked. Okay. What do you think? I think so. Stay tuned. Okay, yeah. So don't be mad we're not sharing right now. But it'll be um, in August, early August Mm -hmm. is the plan because we want a month to plan it and let everybody know. We'll have some drinks and beverages, adult beverages, and you will have a fucking good time. It's going to be a little Pittsburgh themed. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, like Sarah and I had a blast and you are going to have so much fun. Yes, you are. So even if you're not there to see us. So if you're in the (laughs) the general vicinity of Pittsburgh or if you're in... And, you know, like if you're Cleveland peeps or, you know, like Ohio um, or Eastern Pennsylvania or West Virginia, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're going to be getting an email newsletter out soon. Yes. And we'll be collecting those emails soon. Um, Right now, shout out to our brand new marketing team. Huge shout out. Oh my gosh. Um, We got, we have gotten new representation marketing and PR wise and um it is uh wow unicorn marketing unicorn marketing company and hope is the owner and she is our uh go-to person she's our our PR manager and holy shit is she fabulous amazing like she's just well first of all a wealth of knowledge (laughs) but also just makes me feel 
better after talking to her. I know. And just so, oh man. And she, her ideas. Oh, Ugh. you guys. That's we how just, we're getting all this shit out to you. Cause we yeah. got the ideas, but then we're like, we don't know how to do this from here. Yeah. Like that's it. We get, we have the idea and that it kind of falls out. You know, if you want to intern, <laughs> learn how to do a podcast, oh we'll my teach God. you that for we'll free teach, yes. so that you can help us. Cause honestly, when I tap into my creative side, mm-hmm. I was telling Sarah, um, the type I'm a one on the Enneagram. So mm-hmm. that organizational person has to kind of almost take a back seat in order for me to have room in my brain to be creative. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't do the things I used to do, which is like organize and plan and like push out. And I don't know. So it is so nice to have some help in that area. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense to me that you say that because I don't live in organized world. I live in creative world all yeah. the time. And that's why I don't think I have like the capabilities of being well, like organized. It, it is an interesting thing. I feel like I could go down a rabbit hole. I'm not going to, but it is very interesting because... While the organized world made me more sane in a sense of like feeling like I had control, Mm -hmm. I am more me Mm. and I am more joyful Mm -hmm. in the creative side because I have so many ideas that I just feel like I crushed by trying to to do to-do lists. Yeah. And you just can't, maybe you can, if you're out there and you can do both, more props to you. Yeah. But I can't. So that is where our girl Hope comes in and we are... So excited to see where we go from here um, with her. Yeah. So if you're in look, if you're looking for a marketing oh, yeah. team, uh, Unicorn Marketing Company is amazing. They're in Canada too, which we love because we love we love Canada, Canada, and we love our Canadian folks and our listeners from there. So, what's up, Canada? <laughs> <laughs> So if you're listening, you're probably like, fuck you guys for going to a live show because I can't do that right now. Yeah, we heard Canada is still on the outdoor seating situation and that's about it. We are sorry. Um, Hopefully you guys can all get vaccinated up and get get out because it feels so good. Yes. Feels so good to be out. That, I think, was also part of the joy that mm-hmm. I was feeling, too, from that concert. There was it part was of like, it where I did feel like I had maybe no, like, top on because, like, <laughs> because I didn't have my mask on. So there were moments yeah, yeah. when I was like, do you ever do that thing where you, like, touch all, yes. like, to make sure, do you have a shirt on, pants, uh-huh. okay, shirt, shoes? But, like, <laughs> it was like something felt really wrong. Like, I was really doing something yes. wrong. Every time I walk anywhere uh-huh. now without a mask, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, am I allowed to do this? I, like, stop and read the signs. I'm like, okay. Are they allowing vaccinated people to right. come in without a mask? Right. Yeah. yeah it was so, very some strict people, today. Some college drop-off, so mm. I had to wear it, and that felt weird. It's funny how your body kind of gets accustomed. It was accustomed when I wore it all the time, and now yeah. that I'm not wearing it, now it feels weird to wear it. Yeah. I don't know. Agreed. So we are so happy to be out and about, hopefully, wherever you are yes. in the world. You are also getting back to some normalcy. I hope. Oh, I hope. But not the shitty things good. in your life, just no. the new things yes. and the awesome things. So I pause. wanted to make sure I had the right. <laughs> sorry, I wanted to make sure I had the right Instagram for them. Um, if you want to check out Unicorn Marketing, it is Hello Unicorn Marketing on Instagram. So you want to go there? Yes. And make sure you follow Pop Vultures. Pop Vultures. We have two. Sure. Oh yeah, Pop Vultures show. Cause some idiot out there, no, just kidding. Um, some lovely person did a Pop Vultures thing a million years ago mm-hmm. and never 
I never took it down. Never so took it down. So if you go searching for us for the podcast, you're going to want to look for Pop Vultures Show. If you want to find us on Instagram, you're going to want to look for Pop Vultures Pop Vultures Show. Show. Make sure you have the show at the yes. end there. Um, let's see what else is going on. So our Patreon is getting some juicy stuff. Uh, we have. I like that word. Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's really <laughs> fucking dirty. I don't know how else to say it. Um, there is there is some outtakes from Todd's episode that um, make me just. I don't want to even put them up, but it, it's pretty inter- entertaining. We'll mm-hmm, say that. Mm-hmm. So you have to um, be a Patreon to hear that. Yes, you do. That it's so, not going out to the that public. That is not going out to public. So uh, you can join us for as little as five dollars a month, and. Um, even more so than all of the content that we put out there and the things that we're going to be um, sending out from there. I just know that a lot of people have wanted to support our show because of our mission. Mm-hmm. And this is the way to do it with the, um, oh my gosh, pause. Not really. We're over 6,000 downloads. <gasps> I know, right? I forgot so, to tell you all. With the increase in listeners, we have increased our uh, equipment mm-hmm. and, you know, our marketing, all of these things. So we realize that it's our first year in this business and we're not going to make money, but we would like to not have to pay Pay money to do these things. So we love what we do. We love putting this content out for you, giving you, you know, new tools for your toolbox and ridiculous stories, whether you want them or not, Mm -hmm. they're coming at you, but we just would rather not have to pay out of pocket. Um, so, you know, it would just be a great way to support the mental health world if you want to become a Patreon. And then I guess you can also, not I guess, you can get in there and listen to all the outtakes. All of them. <laughs> all of them. You can do yoga with us. You can take a uh, meditation mm-hmm. class. That You know, if you dig around on there, there's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Phone wallpapers. Mm-hmm. Um sneak peeks at things that are coming out before everybody else yeah, gets to Yeah, you usually get to hear the... Well, this time you got to hear Pop, Pop Vultures a week or two before mm-hmm. everybody else. And, you know, we take our best ideas from there, so... Yeah. We ask you guys what you want to listen to, what you want to hear, so you get to vote on all of that as well um, for our upcoming content, which is also a really cool way to interact. You also, by being a Patreon, can message with us directly um, through that app. So that's pretty cool. It is really cool. If I do say so myself, if you want to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And our top tier does get a beautiful coffee mug. Yeah. Travel coffee mug. It's lovely. It is lovely. It says warrior and unqualified therapist. Mm-hmm. So check it, it out. I am a warrior. There she goes. No. I won't even try. No. Won't even try. So I usually go into full opera mode when I'm just like messing around, farting around because it's funnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So that, that's like, I guess this was more of like a catch, catch up. up. We we had a lot, a lot of announcements. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff to share with you guys and I'm happy to talk to you. Announcements. So I'm writing my book. Obviously you guys don't hear about that again, but this <laughs> <laughs> the one part I did you know she's writing a book? I know. It sounds no, so fucking pretentious. No, it does not. Uh, one part that I just wrote. 
<laughs> was about the fact that um, Scott used to do the announcements for church yeah. and pretend it was like his comedy club. Oh, my gosh. And so for Easter, he dressed up like the Easter bunny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Scott. <laughs> Anyways, as soon as I, every time I think of announcements, I would think school, but actually I think of church announcements. Yeah. <laughs> the bulletin. It's funny. I, the part I was writing about in my book is being dropped off at college. Oh, and you were talking about we that with did. Lily and I was like, dang. Yeah. It's it, it. So I like relived it, you know, cause when you're writing, you oh, relive it. You really do. And it is a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Cause I got to tell you, man, being dropped off at college was a traumatic thing for me. I, it, it was just, I had never really, it's, I grew up super independent because I yeah. was a latchkey kid at like 11 yeah. years old. And I would, when I would go to work with my parents before that, I wouldn't be like in their office with them. I would be running around cause it was a radio station and a theater. So I would be like playing right. on the stage of the theater. I would be like standing outside of their radio station. Sometimes the DJs, like if I knew them really well, they'd be like, come on in. And I would like sit and listen. Yeah. So I wasn't like with my parents all the time, but I also wasn't away from them like ever. So this was like the first time being I away wonder, from them. And this would be an interesting question to ask other people. If anyone had a non-traumatic uh, drop off, like yeah. I, I mean, for me, as much as when I go back and I think about college, it was so fun. That first mm. year was hell. It was hard. That's when um, my anxiety, my depression, yeah. my eating disorder, everything kicked in. And I was so lonely and scared, mm. but I had all these friends and I still went out. So it wasn't like that. It was just, it's a weird, it's a freshman year is weird. It is. It's very weird. What was traumatic about it for me was that um, I was there two weeks before everyone else. Oh, why? So I was there with like about 20 other people because my campus was very small. So oh, there were okay. only 700 students total oh my gosh. in the whole school to begin it's with. like my high school graduating class. Right? Same. My high school was gigantic. My graduating class was like 550 people and then my college was 700. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a little bizarre in that sense. Um, but I was in the communication program, so I was going for TV and radio and they had like a two week thing before okay. school started okay. for us to get like go into the studios and like kind of do this made like you feel better mm, it was like this boot camp type of thing oh shit well, not boot camp but y you know what i mean for for tv and radio so you know we're like learning all of this stuff mm -hmm. and, and really getting into it so that when school starts we could like kick off the radio station kick off the tv gotcha. station right away and but it was there was like no one in my dorm hall besides me that's kind of so, scary. Like, because creepy. the school was so small, there were three, no, sorry, two freshman dorm halls for women. Just halls? Just halls. Not even yeah. buildings. Okay. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Buildings. Buildings. They just oh, call okay. like, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> so I was like, you know, there's like two floors in my hall and then there's like three or four floors in the other one. And so there was like no one else on my floor. They, they're like rest of them were over in the other building. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, so I was kind of by myself and I was just not okay with that at first. Like no RA even. I can't remember. I don't think there was an RA yet. Seems very unsafe. Yeah. I mean, it's in the little, well, I was just going to say it's in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere, but that also uh, <laughs> true crime. <laughs> 
That's oh, where that man. shit happens. It, it is where that shit happens. It's a, it's Bethany College is a scary ass school, man, because it's so old and it's very, very haunted. My college is haunted. Yeah. Are all colleges haunted? I don't know. We have a lot of questions today. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but Bethany College, I know that my friends who I went to school with, listen, call in to me, call me, and I'll record your stories, your ghost stories, because I know we all have them. And I have one from specifically from my dorm room with my roommate. Ooh, let's do college ghost story episode. Yes. So my Athens peeps at OU. Yeah. That's Ohio University, not Ohio State. Anyways, um, tell me. I want to record you mm-hmm. sharing with me your ghost stories from living in Athens and any other college that you would like to tell us about that also was haunted. Yeah. That's a fun one. That is a really fun one. Ooh, yeah. That might be a Patreon episode, though, so you uh, might want to go join that. You might. <laughs> you might. Um, can I just tell you, like, a real quick sliding doors story? love that. Okay. Go ahead. You've seen the movie. I have, but it's been years. Do you think Randy's seen the movie? I don't know. Because I think that came out before. Mike has not seen that movie. That might be my pick. Ooh. I mean, it's been a long time. It's like a life changer because it mind fucks you. It does. That might be my pop vultures pick. Ooh. I was going to go a totally different direction than that, but that might be it. Okay. Anyways, go on sliding doors. Yeah. So this is my sliding door story. And I was talking about this with Randy yesterday because it just hit me yesterday. I was like, holy shit, how different my life could have been, but still wound up in the same like ending. <laughs> okay. That's so, that sounded like a cackle. I hate when I do no, that on I here. I love it because it's like so evil. It was like an evil, like witchy <laughs> cackle. <laughs> oh my God. I just have the giggles because like I have been so stressed and this is my happy place. Aww, so just bear with me, everyone. No, I love it. And that your laugh is like infectious <laughs> and it makes me so happy and it's so cute and it sounds like Betty Rubble and I love it. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Okay. Sliding door story. So I went to Bethany college, which I just told you all. Um, but I wanted to go to Ohio university because they have a really great mm-hmm. communications mm-hmm. program. I went and I toured the school. I saw it. Um, this Once is a, you toured the school. How did you say no? It's the most beautiful it campus. It is a gorgeous campus. Um, so there's a whole story behind that that I'll go okay. into another time. Okay. Basically, I uh, my father told me I was going to Bethany, and okay. at that point in my life, you I just do what Daddy I says. I did yeah. what Daddy there says. There was a yeah. mm-hmm. yes, extenuating so, circumstances. Yeah, um, I but I toured the campus. I was like, this is amazing. I love this. I want to go here. Like that's where I wanted to go. So could you imagine? Because we would have been there at the same time. Really? Yes. What year did you graduate high school? 99. Oh, yeah. So we would have been there overlapped by two years. Three, because I stayed another. Three. Okay, me too. <laughs> yeah, I was a, a five-year-er. That's wild. So we would have been there for three, overlap three years. So I'm wondering, like, would we have met? Would we or have become friends? was that, like, option one? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then there was, like, option two. Uh-huh. And then it just took us so long. <laughs> so long. I wonder what option this is. Because, right? Right. Because I just think, like, 
I was having a conversation with the kids and Randy last night, and I was like, holy shit, deja vu, deja vu, deja vu. So wild and when that happens. Yes. I was like, what's happening? Like, what did we do wrong the first time? We have to make it right yes. this time. Because I just had that, like, you know, or thought. sometimes I've heard that that means you're actually on the right path. Oh. Like, it's connected. Ooh. Like, you're almost like your dimensions have, like, solidified. Have, have met. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that might be wrong. Because we've had... we've. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but we've had people tell us that like, yes, we are, our paths are, paths are meant to be, and they've crossed before and crossed. Yes. And in past lives. Yes. Yes. That we have known each other for a we, long time. And we've done like projects in past yeah. lives together. So, so wild. And Sarah and I like barely like were like close when that, when the lady said that to us and we were like, huh? And Whoa. she was like, no, no, no. Like for real. Yeah. It hit me hard when she said that. I'm like, well, because she also pr- figured out the gaslighting situation that was occurring. She's uh-huh. like, something stopped you as someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was like saying how in other parts of our story, other things tried to get in the way too. Now nothing's stopping us. Nope. Cause we've got warrior productions. That's right. That's another announcement. I know. So exciting. So warrior productions now has two podcasts. Yes. Oh my God. So exciting. It's happening. It is happening. <laughs> it is happening. But um, yeah, I wonder, like, would I have still met Randy? Would I have met you? Would we have our paths crossed? Would we have not met each other? Would we have met and not liked each other? Right, because we were different because people. we were very different people. And that's why that didn't it happen so the way long. that was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Life is wild. Isn't it? Because Randy and I talked about that. I'm like, I wish I would have met you so much sooner because I would have had more time with you. And he's he said... You wouldn't have liked me if we met sooner. I was a different person. No. Yeah. This was the perfect time mm-hmm. for you and I to meet mm-hmm. because of our life experiences, life experiences and where I'm at mm-hmm. and like the confidence level we both have yeah. to be able to do something like this. Right. I mean, I just, I have to say like, I know that like my life is still completely jacked and I have all of these issues like everyone <laughs> <Susan>. else, but <laughs> I do, this is this version of myself. Mm in this moment in time is my favorite. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just feel like you and I are both in that place where we can stand. Yes. And we can stand strong. Yeah. Now we still like our knees wobble mm-hmm. here and there, mm-hmm. but it's like most of the time though, we are, we are grounded. Yes. We know what's okay. What's not okay. Yeah. What we accept, what we won't accept. Mm-hmm. And, and you who know, we are and who we are exactly. And being like strong and proud in that too. Yeah is a big deal. It took a um, long time. Oh God, it took too long, but maybe not. I mean, th- it probably just had to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about this before, but I think that, and maybe you're seeing this too, but when I'm writing the book, it's, even though it's about Scott, I'm, I'm sad for myself having mm. nothing to do with him. Even before I met him, I'm like, Oh, you little, I'm so sorry. You yeah. little girl. Like I want to go back and like talk to like 19 year old Amy and be like, mm-hmm. it's really okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you know, after Katie told us, Katie Maloney, if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to that episode, I know we reference it a lot. But it's one of the best. It's one of the best. After Katie told us that she goes and talks to her child mm. self, I actually started doing that to my for myself. Interesting. And it is, it's, it's an incredibly healing feeling 
to, to do that. You know, like I, I yes. actually was like holding my child self face in my hands and saying oh. like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be really fucking hard, but it's going to be okay. And then like hugging mm-hmm. her and holding, mm-hmm. I'm going to get emotional, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just was very, it was a very healing experience for me. And it was just a, th- a thought. It was just me playing that in my mind well yeah and there's something that i've done on some um, virtual retreats called eye gazing where you look into the um mirror deeply like so just you're just looking into your eyes and you go back to talk to yourself when you're like that age and it's so weird you can almost see yourself like transform into that person but uh i try really hard to not get annoyed with her or upset with her when I'm writing about her. Cause yeah. I'm like, you just didn't know better, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, but now I do. Yeah. No better do better. That's right. girl. <laughs> I read oh. some of my, um, last night to Randy. Actually, it's funny. We're talking about all this. Like we're so like in tune, in so tune weird. and yeah. doing the same things without telling the other person that we're doing these yeah, things. Like I wish we could tell each other this, these many things, but like we are so fucking busy. I know. <laughs> This is where we catch up with each other. This is, this is the truth. <laughs> Otherwise, we're like, did you call? Did you do yeah. this? Email, bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Oh, man. But I was uh, reading a journal from 2018. And it was a, it's my, uh, so this is when I was in the gaslighting situation and uh, the business and everything. And it was before, no, it wasn't before my cancer diagnosis. It was after. And, um, but I wasn't to that point yet of being like realizing that, um, I didn't have to be strong superwoman all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading all of this stuff and it was like turning my stomach. Oh yeah. I was like, Ugh. like, why was I thinking that way and talking that way? And it's, it's not even like a serious journal. It's called you are a weirdo. And mm-hmm. so then it just asks you about all these things. It asks you these prompts and you mm-hmm. write in them. And so I was following prompts on why I'm so weird. And <laughs> it was, it was fun. But then some of them, so some of them were myself. Like I could, I could hear myself yeah. now coming through. And then some of them, it was just this candy coated, like sappy, syrupy sweets. Oh my God. I was positive. Like, you know, yeah, I am just so proud of my strength and Mm -hmm. my, the positive affirmation thing. I just lived there. I lived in everything is okay. World. Without recognizing anything that was going on. That just wasn't okay. And it's hard. It's really hard to read that and Mm -hmm. not barf. Yes. (laughs) I know. I was like, and then I'm thinking, do I, cause a lot of it was written in pencil. I'm like, do I erase this and rewrite it? And I'm like, no, no way. No, I want to No way. In fact, I put whole journal entries in my book mm. because I really want to show who I was. Yeah. I was not who you know now. And you know, it's, it's a fucking journey. How is it not to like, <laughs> not to talk about me, but <laughs> how was it knowing me then and knowing me now? Because you've known me. This is a great story. This is a great conversation. Should we keep it? Should we do this? Yeah, now? I'm going to do it now. It's okay. Fine. Okay. So, yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. So I would say. Be honest. Like, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat no. it. Because that's not who we are now. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I fell in love with is who you are now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there were moments that I got to see her. Yeah. But it was usually alone. 
Mm-hmm. So there was nobody else around. And that didn't happen very often because we weren't ever really like, remember we were supposed to get coffee like once a week and do yes. the artist's way. Yes. And then, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. all certain reasons we did it. <laughs> so there, so I saw Sarah for who she is now. And what happened was, is like, I don't, I think it was the situation because then most of the time she wasn't that person. Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, it was, uh, it was super like fake. Yeah. Yeah. It just was. And I knew that, but I didn't, there was no like really talking you out of that. Mm -mm. And it was just a weird, it was a very weird situation. And that's really not something that, that you should have told to you. You need to like, kind of like get out of it yourself on your own. Yeah. And, um, I would say that our relationship is one of those where like people say, you know, just if it's meant to be, it'll just happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck that. That's stupid. But it's so true. It is. I just was not going to fight. I was not going to get in some pissing match. Right. With this child mm-hmm. over this, because I, as much as it hurt me to see what was happening to you, especially mm-hmm. when you were sick, mm-hmm. I couldn't, there was, it was way too many like, um, cooks in the kitchen there was just way too much happening there that i couldn't and i was also duct taping yeah, these were also duct own, taping yes, years exactly exactly <laughs> so if you listen to previous episodes you know my duct tape year so i was also duct taping my own damn life mm-hmm. um but i i understand it so much now like why yeah you were that way and that's a it was a protective shield <laughs> hundred percent, you know, and I think that when you taught class that came down, mm-hmm. it sure did. But Gaslighter wasn't in class. Yeah. But, and that was probably the time that we connected the most. I agree. Is when we, is when we, pra- and when you taught and I took your class. I agree. Um, because she wasn't there and because of the practice is just so it's impossible to not be yourself, your authentic self. I feel like when you're taking booty, you think. Not for us. Not for us. It's impossible for me. It's impossible, it's impossible for, for me. you. There are other people who lead that class that uh, they are. Yeah, you're right. Never they, mind. Yeah. So, mm-mm. Nope. Never mind. I take that um, I was like, I looked at her like, what? So. You're like, we know the same people. I don't know what you're thinking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, no. But for us it's not a physical practice. Mm-mm. I mean, while it is, that's the bonus for me. Yeah. The sweat, yes, the sweat, and the strength. Yeah. And this booty, mm-hmm. literal mm-hmm. booty is a bonus. Which what I, guys, her ass is nice. It's real nice. <laughs> Here's how she knows that it's nice. <laughs> oh my gonna, God. We're going to, we're going to end on this story. Here. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, guys, <sighs> let me get ready to tell you. I can't. Uh, <laughs> So we are, um, how do I not say where we were? We are, we were taking pictures out in this space and it had a hammock and there was a hammock. Now I said to her, I said to her, I said, I don't think either of us should like lay in that hammock. That's probably a bad idea, right? Your words were, I feel like if I lay in this, it's going to be disastrous. Well, you have to set this. I have to set the scene. So I say that and she's like messing with the camera and she has her back to me. (laughs) And after I said that, 
say I'm that. Pee my pants right after I say that. Here's what goes through my head. My head is like, girl, you can you can lay in a hammock. Try it. <laughs> no sooner did I lay in it. I fell so hard out no, of that hammock. That is incorrect. You did not. You did not fall. <laughs> that hammock did like a fucking three sixty, <laughs> like shot you out. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I fell on the floor. <laughs> it was like that Family Guy thing where it's like ah for like. <laughs> Two full minutes. I've never fallen so hard that I couldn't get up. Like she did not move. It was like, it was like you know when the football players just like they're down and you're like, oh no, are they paralyzed? Like what's wrong? I just my face was in this artificial grass. And I just thought to myself, did that actually just happen? I did not know she had hurt herself. But I have to be honest, even if she had, I don't know that I would have laughed any less. She laughed. I could not stop laughing. So what happened, why I hurt myself, is when I got spun out of this thing, my left butt cheek, the entire thing, landed on the metal bar in the middle of the hammock like like on the floor on the like supporting it like it crushed it like my ass crushed that so i must have like hit that and then rolled Rolled. and then my face was in the artificial turf (laughs) and i just was like Oh my god! So, so the adrenaline was going because of what we were doing, and so I was like, "That is gonna really fucking hurt." I know that. Oh my god! And um, so yeah, so we. Can't. I got a picture of her laying on the ground. It's yeah. just her legs, but it's really. Funny. That should be the picture for this for this episode. episode. Mm-hmm. So I um. I said to her, I said, so I sat with ice. I came back to her house and I sat with ice on my butt thinking like it would, no. And then I showed her the next day and it was like nothing. No, I showed her that night and it was nothing. I took, I've been taking so many pictures of my butt and sending them to people. So I sent, I sent her another one. Um, and I'm like, well, here it is. It's the size. It's huge. How do you, how do I even describe this? It's probably this? Like, like the size from like your wrist to your elbow. It's the size, you know what it is? It's the size of a, uh, tr- of a white claw. A white claw. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the we size of a white claw. We measure everything in white claw. And my son wanted to know if I got a purple tattoo on my ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it's actually pretty colors. It's like, it's this, beautiful. It's like raspberry it color. And, and then it changes a little every purples. day. <laughs> Black, but it is massive and it is dark, real, yeah, deep. Yeah, that bruise is not going anywhere for a while. So, here's the best part I can't take a picture of it myself. So, I've had Avery. (laughs) I said, I have to send this to Sarah. He was like, Your butt. God, I love him so much. That kid is so fucking funny. Like, yeah, my butt. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, so she sent it to me, and I'm like, that bruise is awful, but damn, your ass looks good. <laughs> it's got that like nice little shelf it thing does. at the bottom. Yes, you've got the yes, mm-hmm. the little pop. Yeah, yeah. Take my class. Take her. <laughs> take her booty class, man. You will get the two in your butt. Yeah, and hopefully nobody falls. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
And if you do, she probably will too. Oh so don't worry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if someone would have recorded that, that could have like won some sort of viral I bullshit. I wish so badly. Like one of the cameras was actually accidentally on or something yes, like that. That we oh. were recording that, but it just didn't work oh that way. Oh my gosh. And then finally you're like, I don't like this section. We're not staying, We're not staying here. <laughs> I think we like one picture. Wait, the best part is, is that the, the sign said behind us, <laughs> 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 You 360 shoot yourself out of a hammock. A indoor hammock. Oh my god. It just oh so funny. Yeah. So funny. I will I will probably never ever I think lay in a hammock again. You and I started sweating profusely That's when from we started that point sweating. on. Mm-hmm. And the sweating never stopped. Never stopped. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. From that point on it was just straight downhill, but oh. Anyways, thanks for, if you're still here. Yeah. We thanks. filled your ear meat with a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot of shit. Uh, that's enough serenading to last you about another month. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So ca- jump on over to our uh, Pop Vulture show and check us out over there. The yeah. boys are ridiculous. They're, they are ridiculous. They're so fun, too, though. I mean, it's <laughs> the four of us, is it's pretty funny, mm-hmm. if I do say so myself. Um, tonight, we're recording and we're putting a timer. Yes. On Michael, they all have. To, well, we qu- air quotes all have a timer. Really, it's, it's for Mike. The, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he said, "Wait, I have to find his text okay. to us." When I said, because he's like, "Well, I'm going to try to watch." Because we were watching. I can tell you what we're watching because we want you to watch it before. Yeah, you have to watch us. whatever we're doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're watching uh, Sunderland until I die, which is this like it was my husband's choice. Oh, um, which is a soccer documentary about the mm-hmm. soccer league in England. And so it's two seasons. And so Randy was like, no, we'll just watch the first two episodes and mm-hmm. kind of like talk about it then. Um, and Mike's like, I'm going to watch the whole thing. I want to, I want to get the whole thing. And I'm like, Mike, listen, I want you to read it. <laughs> okay, here we go. I said, oh shit, we have to pause for a sec. Okay. So Mike says, I'm about to start watching it. There are two seasons, eight episodes in the first seasons, season and six in the second. I'm going to watch as much as I can. I said, Randall only watched two so- episodes, so don't go cray. He said, but that's what I do. <laughs> I said, listen. And he says that so innocently yeah, and sincerely. But that's what I do. But that's that's yeah. just who I am, guys. Who I am. I said, we will each have a timer this week, only four minutes. So watch what you think you could talk about in four <laughs> minutes. He said, damn, I'm going to use up all that time for show. And then he says, just call the timer the mic drop, spelled like his name, designed to keep Mike from talking until Monday morning. A mic check, if you will. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. They're just, they're just ridiculous. You guys, it's both. really, really hard to get him to stop. It is. So, yeah, he's got a lot to say. We even have done very blatant eye rolls and, and head, I'm like, I've head sighed and, and I'm into the mic. I've gone, oh my God. <laughs> but he just says, this is who I am. <laughs> I can't stop. Can't stop. It's so, so funny. Yeah. You, you got to hear You got to check it out yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have talked to yours. Yeah. Enough. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Hopefully, um, you guys are all having a wonderful week and enjoy all of our lovely guests that we have on UTI. Yes. Love you guys. Take care. Peace.
This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Follow us on Instagram where you'll find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Until next week, warriors, hold on. We're going to make it. Are we, are we?